I know that not everybody has been able to see uh, the picture, so I want everybody to be able to see. And when you see that picture, reflect on it. You probably have seen this picture before. But how you reflect about this picture that is related to the gospel and the scripture today. Now, it makes differences between this way or this way. That it makes differences. What do you think? Huh? Hello? <laughs> Are you there? What do you think? It makes difference between this way or this way. This is the right way. Okay. Why this is the right way? Huh? Because the water. Okay. But if there's no water there, it doesn't make any difference. Or make difference. It doesn't make any difference if there's no water there. For us, the scriptures, it makes the differences, the, the different, depends how we think or depends on how we make our moral decisions. We live in a culture which the truth is often the first casualty of interaction between men and women. We have an incredible, elaborate system to ensure that we do what we say or we, that we will do, at least when it is perceived to be important enough. That's what I said to you. If it's making a difference between if it's upside down or is it right or wrong. Now, I will ask you, when you saw the picture, were your, was, what are your first thoughts in the picture? What was your first thoughts? You were drowning. You were drowning? Or someone was pushing you down? See, you have a different perspective now of the picture. What else? They say that he was drowning. Nobody else? Yes. The hand is helping the person that is drowning. 
Is the hand helping or is the hand pushing down more? Why we say that the hands is helping because that's what we've always been saying and that's the way how the picture look like but there are some time in our moral thoughts we have to decide if we are pushing in or down or if we are rescued. When I was in the seminary, I heard someone to say that it was in a study was found that only 22% of the adult believe that is even such a thing as absolute moral thoughts. What is the absolute moral thoughts? And that's what it is about the gospel today. You talk about the commandments. You talk about what we have to follow. But do we make the law of God always right? Do we always, when we say yes is yes, or no is not? That's what it is. The real kicker was that the story is found related to those who profess to be born again as a Christian. And then we have to define what is to born again as a Christian. Born again as a Christian, as a people who said that they have made a personal commitment to Jesus that is important in their life today, and also indicated they believe, and when they die, they will go to heaven because they have confessed their sins and have accepted Jesus as their Savior. Is that true? In today's readings, is dwelling with a kind of different opinions. And about those different opinions is the time when I also, I show you the picture upside down because the water was in the bottom. But that's what is going on in the world today. You know that I'm on social media. But most of the time, or 95% of the time, the priest always has been attacked and the media. I say that a few homilies ago, but I'm going to show you something that I put in the Hispanic community. We have a woman group that I call, it's called St. Monica. And a sociologist lady came to talk to the women. And they were doing some exercise, a spiritual exercise. It's like those exercises that we Sometimes we relate it to mindfulness. How many of you have done mindfulness? Many of you. And then somebody came in and said, Father, I don't want to go back to that group because what they were doing was yoga. Depends on how you see it. I know. Father, you're teaching something wrong about the church because we as a Christians 
We should not be practicing yoga. Tell me what is the differences between yoga, mindfulness, uh, pilates, or pilates, pilados, I don't know how you call. I mean, what is the difference between it? The only difference is the moral truth. Because yoga, it is wrong when you accept the spirituality of what yoga is. That is for the Muslim, that is from the Asian, and it's not about what we believe that is God. But it can make you to connect with your own inner spirit and with God if you are, if you say yes to your faith and make it strong. Even if uh, Allah come over here to tell you where you have to follow, you will continue to be Catholic and you will continue to follow God. So that's what the gospel said to us today, to make our yes, yes, and I know, no. Imagine that you are in a boat and you find somebody that is there, like that one, and you, by the law, of God say, you have to save your brother. And I ask you, if you want to save somebody, who do you save? My brother, my wife, my children, somebody that I love. Okay. But what about is, is not a one of them on the water, and the only way is only one person can be safe. Whom do you save? Yourself? Why yourself? Then you become a selfish. And God say love one another. And love your brother as yourself. And he died for whom? He didn't tell you that you have to crucify. No, he came and saved you and died for you. That's what it is when it comes to follow the law of the Lord. The problem is when to follow. And that's what Jesus reminds us. Make your yes be yes. And your no mean no. Today, <clears throat> we have the opportunity to... Um, to allow our young generation to learn how to make their yes, yes, and their no, no. And I say that because today we are celebrating the commissioning for those who's going to be confirmed this year. So those young people I don't want to embarrass some of them, but those young people, at the moment that they are here and we're commissioning to them, they are saying to us that yes, God is their Lord and Savior, and that they believe what the Catholic Church means. Oh, that's why I'm, I just almost slept. <laughs> I don't know why this is so here. Anyway, that probably was for the funeral. But 
we make. We do the commissioning today because besides they will say yes, we also have to say yes with them. So I would like the candidate for confirmation, please come forward. Those who are going to be confirmed this year, stand up and come forward. And face all the people. Go up that the people in the back can see you. Go up. Two more. One, two. Okay, good. So see the people in the back can see you. Today we give thanks to God for these young men and women of our community who are in the final month of preparation for the sacrament of confirmation. My friends in baptism, you passes through the waters of life and your yearning begin. You started your life in the Holy Spirit. Over the years, we have gathered again and again around that table of the Lord. And today, we extend a renewed welcome. We invite you to grow closer to us, to Jesus Christ, and to join with us in celebrating the sacrament of confirmation. Look lovingly on them. Not just only you, but we ask our Lord to look lovingly on them as we welcome them with joy. So, candidates, please, as you face in your congregation, respond to the following question with an enthusiastic we are. With a what? With a what? Enthusiastic we are. Okay? Okay. Are you prepared to spend a few months in community and prayer with one another and your parish community learning about God and the church and discovering the mission given to you by Christ? Leo? Leopoldo, do you hear that, the answer? Is that an enthusiastic way? Yes, I don't think so. I don't think if somebody make a shot, a three, a three, uh, true from the basketball, or somebody make a goal, I think you are more enthusiastic, you know? Let me ask you again and see how your enthusiastic would be. Are you prepared to spend the next few months in community and be in prayer with one another and your parish community learning about God and the church and discover the mission given to you by Christ? Much better. Are you willing to be filled with God good news, bring um, the good news that Christ brings to open your minds and to never before considered to discover the presence and the power that is God, Holy Spirit in your life, and to come to recognize the wonderful and blessed relationship that is your in Christ Jesus? Good. Now, are you prepared 
to discover your place among the people of God. And sure of that place, to go out like Jesus, to comfort and capture, to comfort and to care, to collect and to correct, to cure and to cast out, to confront and to conquer, and to bring God's blessings to the whole world? Good. But that also means that you are about yourself. Parents of this conferment, please stand. Parents, please, as you stand, respond enthusiastically. We do. At baptism, you promise to raise your child in the practice of faith, teaching them to follow God's commandment as Christ taught us by loving God and our neighbor. Do you commit to continuing your support and prayer, serving as a role model of faith and enabling your child to become conformed member of the Catholic Church? No, they're, they're like, they are waiting more. I think they are more enthusiastic than you. And it's good because they are proving that they want to be confirmed. Now, the whole congregation, please stand. See, it's not just yourself. It's everybody else. Please respond enthusiastically. We do. Do you commit to support our candidates in ministry? prayer, and love, being to them a real church, a true people of God, welcoming and breaking bread with them around this table? Good. So extend your right arm over these candidates and join me to bless these young men and women. Gracious God, be with these young men and women with us all, as together with this community, they travel in the spirit to their confirmation. Support them, they should, support them should they stumble. Rescue them should they fall. Plant your feet next to theirs and walk with them until they learn to run and dance to the Spirit's Son, played by Christ Jesus your son forever and ever. And bless these young men and women, O oh, gracious God, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us give it an applause to our candidates.